0: Hello, it's Howard Brown. Welcome to Shining Brightly. Oh my God, we have a great show. I can't wait to introduce you to Orit Ramler. She is amazing. And we have got great projects we're going to talk about today. Orit, welcome. Thank you, Howard. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, thank you. So I have to tell you, I got a confession to make that Orit uh, came to me in my time of need. She is a mentor and a coach for me. So. She's going to actually talk about how she helps others, but she helped me. And I just want to tell you that I am blessed and grateful to be your friend and your client. And you've really got me out. uh, You know, I'm struggling through cancer and therapy and and you got me back on track. So um, I'm just so grateful for that. So thank you.
1: And I'm thankful for you, for your trust and for inspiring me every single Uh, time. Wow.
0: I I appreciate that. Let me just read a little bit. This is a formality. I want to read a little bit of your bio so people know who you are. So Orit Ramler, she's a seasoned entrepreneur and executive coach with over 20 years of experience in business, leadership, personal and professional development. You're a globally sought after coach and the founder of Make It a Good One Coaching and Consulting. And you focus on the client-centered coaching. And then you have this project that you're going to talk about that because you have a new book coming out called The Box of Life Project, which we're excited to learn about. And we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later, but um, you previously draw on uh, your outreach, your leadership. You are uh, we're an executive director for nonprofits and a, and a fundraiser, and uh, you serve on many boards, uh, Duke uh, University School of Nursing, and uh, the Delta Leadership Inc. Oh my God, you've done so much! Um, plus, you are a great mom and wife, and um, I can't wait to introduce you to my group here. So uh, my audience is very very excited to see you, but. Before that, I always ask my guests, tell us something that uh, we don't
1: exactly know about you. Sounds great. And I knew you will ask. Ah, I was okay. Thinking, okay, transparency is my number one thing. and being authentic and I share, I love to share. But then I was thinking, what's interesting for everyone? And maybe that I lived in sever- seven different countries growing up. Almost every two years, I was moving to a different country until I got here 24 years ago, almost 25 years that I came to the U.S., and it's the longest that I've been in one place, although I came only for two years. What were some of the countries? I was born in Israel to Argentinian parents, and I lived in Israel, in Costa Rica, in El Salvador, in Ecuador, in Argentina, and finally here. And how many languages do you speak? So I am fluent in Spanish. I speak English. It depends. I try and I speak some Hebrew.
0: So everyone knows everything about you because you're so transparent. But, oh, my God, you you really traveled along growing up. And then the longest period of time is in the United States.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's unbelievable. And when you ask me about the languages that I speak, yes. I feel like I always say I speak a universal language. And somehow that's what guided me into coaching as well. Because although in most countries I live, I speak Spanish, but it's different, right? It's a culture of the place. It's a different listening. So I learned to listen. It's more than what I speak, what I can hear and what everyone brings to that language.
0: Right. I listen, I'm trying to master English myself. So your English is pretty good. So I think we'll be just fine. So what I want to dig into a little bit, because, um, you know, your coaching, I just, um, when I found you, okay, I I, I needed someone that uh, really could be empathetic and understanding, take us through uh, what make it a good one coaching what you do for people.
1: So that's my philosophy, my life philosophy, make it a good one. Every time I hear life is good, I always remind everyone and myself, life is good is if you make it a good one. And the idea is that we need to be at the helm of our life, right? It's not just automatic pilot and just say, okay, whatever is happening is what define us. But it's us who need to define ourselves and choose what story we're telling ourselves at each time. And that's the basis of a Make It a Good One. It's understanding that we really define and decide how we are living our lives. Absolutely. But I
0: think that um, one of the things that, um, because, you know, make, make It a Good One and Shining Brightly, we resonate with is that. You had me focus on lifting up myself. I had to pick up the pieces of, of being a cancer patient and putting myself back together again. I call it putting Humpty Dumpty back together again. And some people probably come to you worse, some people come to you not, and not as bad. And, and, you, and you've had me focus on uh, bringing myself back up. And I needed to do the work. Okay. I needed to be able to put myself back together again uh, emotionally, physically financially and in relationships. And um, that was, it, it really helped uh, because you held me accountable um, to put into work and to make sure that I was doing that. And I, I know that you do that, but you do that in such a, a kind way, but um, I didn't want to let you down either. Um, so when we would talk uh, and, and be able to, you, you know, you're making sure that I'm, I'm making forward progress. And you applauded me for that forward progress, so I, I want to appreciate that. So I'm sure I'm giving people a taste of when they, uh, you know, sign on to your uh, your coaching that uh, that they're getting someone that is um, not such a pushover, but but very empathetic, very supportive. But you you held me, you know, strictly to making sure that I was making forward progress and and making my goals. So I I want to appreciate that very much.
1: Thank you. And, and I love to see you where you are and all your accomplishments. And I always believe that it's about you. It's about the client. It's not me. I'm the facilitator here, right? It's a, the first step is deciding that you want a coach. And that's a step that says, I want to move forward. Coaching is about moving forward, not to stay stuck where we are. And it's about finding the new story that you want to leave and to tell yourself. And you knew what the story was. Now you're telling that story every day. So my real magic is to bring the best out of people. It's not about what I want. It's not about what I believe in that needs to happen. It's about that deep listening, what the other person wants Uh, and giving you all the tools to keep moving forward. And accountability is the most important thing uh, in every single goal that we set ourselves. I always tell my clients, you're not alone now. You have a partner. I'm your partner. Wherever you want to go, you're with me and you're very safe. And sometimes it will be within your comfort zone and sometimes we'll challenge that comfort zone because many times I find out that the uncomfortable zone becomes the comfort zone because we are afraid of trying something different. So I always say we know where we start, we know where you want to go, but then we will explore together and really bring the best out of you.
0: I love it the the uncomfortable zone can become the comfort zone, which is cool. And so um I know that you um you 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 basically coach executives and um And other other folks as well, your your client list is, is wide and varied?
1: Yes, I do personal and professional development. My understanding is always that we are one person and we are one whole thing, right? And it's not that what I do here, I'm different at home, that I'm at work. We usually bring ourselves wherever we go. So it's a holistic approach. And I work with executives. I do a lot of leadership development, career development, and life transitions.
0: Well, I was a life transition. (laughs) So thanks for sharing that. And um, are you doing, are are you speaking on stages? Are you doing some keynoting and uh, some uh, motivational speaking? What are you doing? I'm doing
1: some motivational speaking, I'm doing workshops. So I'm traveling, working with different groups of people, companies doing a lot of workshops on different topics.
0: Wow, that must be really cool. So now we're traveling outside of COVID and you're able to go to corporations and, and meet with uh, different departments or divisions. And Absolutely.
1: I'm expanding my wings again, although nothing stopped because I used to do a lot over Zoom. And in times where everyone had to keep their heads above water, Right. Not knowing how, how to work, what to do, how to communicate. So it always remained a very busy time for me. And maybe we, we shifted the nature of the work, our goals and, and really learning a lot of things about ourselves. I believe that COVID really it put us in front of a mirror where we looked very deep on how we want to live. So we live our lives how we want to be, how we can communicate with others in different ways. Yeah.
0: I mean, Listen, our workflow changed during COVID um, and people were clicking uh, on the Zoom and working, but um, still with the digital world we live in, I mean, there's still a balance, um, you know, uh, and then now there's a different challenge now of people coming into work as hybrid or we're returning fully to work. So it just depends on, um, what works for your company or for yourself. Um, I think that um, many of us are challenged that we just work too much, that we're not disciplined enough to put down our phone and to be able to you know go eat dinner with our family or make time for uh, a hike or put the phone down. So I'm working on that. I'm a work in progress, <laughs>
1: I'm trying. are always important and COVID came once again to remind us of that. And I th- think we're still learning. We're still learning about new boundaries now. We're still learning if hybrid is what serves us really or not. And the companies and uh, the learning is profound and it will take us a few years to have yeah. that. I, I will tell
0: you that I think that uh, coming out of COVID, though, um, everyone emotionally was challenged. I know our school kids were challenged. Our college kids were challenged and they might even be set back a little bit. but. Um, you know, for the first time in many people's lives, they, they were had restrictions. You yeah. can't go out. You can't go to this restaurant. Uh, you're working from home. And so um, we're, we're going to still, it's still yet to be evolved, actually, how people are coming out of it and dealing with it. I know that I just went to two conferences in a row and people were ecstatic to meet in person.
1: Yes. And it amazes me how people... Suddenly can go back to I was concerned, will we be able to go back to public places and restaurants, and everyone happily is doing that.
0: I know, but it, the thing is, is that COVID's still here <laughs> COVID
1: is still here people
0: still getting it and uh, so we're not exactly
1: done with it, but a lot of people have moved past it. Um, Yes, and we learned a lot about it, I think. So many people are still struggling and it breaks my heart and we because we need to learn with it. I have an elderly mom and I know that care I still need to take of her is different than it was before. I would never have thought twice, take her with me out for dinner. Now I'm choosing where and how and what. And I know that there are lots of people still struggling. That's why it's a new reality. That's why I believe that we need to learn. There are lots of things we haven't learned yet. Right. Um, I, again,
0: it, we're continually learning. I will tell you that, uh, boy, there was um, a lot of people. There was a lot of people lost their lives, a lot of death. in the stage four cancer world that I am from, a lot of death. And, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, but it, it, we need to move on, right? And but never forget the memory of, of the you know many people I met amazing people um, at this cancer conference I just came to, and that people that are just so strong and have overcome. And um, unfortunately, uh, there's no there's no blueprint. You have to create your own blueprint. That's why we come to coaches like you to help figure out our blueprint. Like you helped me figure out my blueprint. And so uh, that's the thing. Ask for help. I, I've learned that, and 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 learn to accept help. And you can. It's okay to be uh, vulnerable. You know, I always say it's okay not to be okay, uh, because everybody's not okay,
1: right? Vulnerability is so important to listen to it, to connect with it. Right. That's the only place from where we can grow, and we need some breakdowns to break through. And right. be able to carry ourselves. I think COVID was too much, but uh, there are a few breakthroughs, things that we're learning again. Uh, and it's part of our evolution now. There is nothing. I always like the word evolution more than change because evolution is natural. Things happen even if we want it or not. And this really was something that pushed us to keep evolving as individuals, as a society, as the whole world, right? We were all in this together. Right. to all of us. Well, I have to tell you, you've transitioned into
0: being um, a cheerleader and a friend. You've cheered me along the way. Uh, my book has come out. I'm speaking. I'm podcasting now. You're a guest on my podcast. And I just appreciate you being a cheerleader. Um, and um, that, that is really important. You know, be to keep uh, you're encouraging me on, and it gives me great strength to keep uh, forging forward. And I I appreciate that from you. And I know that you do that for all of your clients. But I want to switch gears for a second because um, I wrote a book and got published. Um, When we first met, uh, I think I was right starting it, but you have a book. Uh, Tell me about how the book came to be and where you're at
1: and um, how it's going to change lives. I hope it will help. Change life with great impact. That's the goal of the book, to help us think how we're living our lives and how we want to be remembered. So I started with the idea of the book many years ago, and COVID is the, the time that I said, okay, I need to do it. It was starting to think, is there a tomorrow? What else do I need to wait? And all these vulnerability that I was feeling said, okay, this is the time to do this. And it's based on an intergenerational friendship. The title of the book is The Box of Life, A Guide to Living with Purpose and Preserving What Matters Most. And it started, as I was saying, with an intergenerational friendship, someone that I met that had a very interesting life and we became very good friends. And one day he asked me to write his memoir. And I said to Charles, With my English, and I'm not a writer. And he said, yes, but you get me. You're a coach, you know. And I said, okay, I will come. I will listen to your stories, and we'll see where it takes us. And after a few months, he gave me a heavy box, and he said, you have my life in your hands now. Take it home, and you will see. And I got home. I opened that box, and I got chills. I found a life in the box. Poems that his wife wrote him for 50 years for every Valentine Day, written, handwritten in this yellowish paper. Articles about his amazing life. His philosophy was that that secret of longevity is to always have a project. The mm. secret of longevity is to always have a project. And he created himself all over his life. I think you will resonate with him. You will learn about him when you read the book. Yes. He has a lot of things in common with you and always projects, always ideas, very creative. And then I started thinking, what's in my box? Or Howard, if someone opens your box, I know they will find your book and your life, but what they will know about you, right? What are we putting in that box? So I decided to do a lot of research. I spent a few years learning about how we're living our life, purpose, memories, preserving. And basically, I came with five questions that the book answered. One is, who am I? How am I living my life? What is the most important to me? How do I want to be remembered? And what do I want to pass on to future generations? Wow. And I started, again, coaching a lot of people putting their boxes together, different ages, different stages in life, different histories, different things that matter the most to each one of them. And I started understanding the power, the healing power of looking back in order to move forward. And the book has different chapters where I guide people with questions and ideas and stories. It's about Charles Stern's box. It's about my own box. I share what different things that I learned during my life that are in my box. I share stories of clients with whom I'm boxing right now. And I share about my dad, who I asked him to put a box a year before he passed and what the box meant to me, among other things.
0: This is incredible because everybody... Uh, it has a physical and a digital box now, right? and um, the items that you put in share your values they they share your lineage, your history um, and your legacy and I think that's it's really cool <laughs> and it's, it can be really fun and it can drag up old memories it can it could be funny, it could be crying. I mean you you could have a lot of emotion um, to to walk this back and go through the
1: process of filling the box up. Yes, and the box is a literal box or a metaphorical box, right? Really, what are we putting, how we're living that life? And the physical box is very important because we have boxes in our attics, in our storages, eh, in different drawers. So this is, okay, this is a curated box. It's not everything. If I ask you, Howard, tell me about your life... I can read your book and learn. And if I ask you, I don't have your book, you won't tell me from the day you were born until today. You will curate what's important. And that's what this box is. We don't want to include everything because then it's overwhelming. And you mentioned values and there is a chapter about values in the book. Uh, There is a chapter about values, one about friendship, one about the aromas and tastes of our souls those recipes and foods that we all remember from when we were kids and and there is one about how we invest our time that speaks about us the idea is to guide you through different aspects of your life and really connect with them oh my
0: this is so important and i, I mean i sort of did it with the book but um again i told my whole memoir you're right i mean you want to put uh, the most uh most important things in that box and um, go through the five questions again because I I, I don't want people to miss that. There's five questions that um, that are answered in the box of life.
1: So one is, who am I? Who am I? The second one is, how am I living my life? Mm -hmm. The third one is, what is most important to me? Good. The fourth one is, how do I want to be remembered? And the fifth one is, what do I want to pass on to future generations? wow it's a, such a cool exercise oh my goodness
0: all right so the book um is in process when, when is it going to be out yes. next year early next year what, what's up
1: so it's between october and january okay i'm trying to decide okay. where i want to launch it when ready but it's in its final phase it's with the publisher right now and yeah it's ready designing <laughs> the cover in the next Week or so.
0: Well, Cover is important. It's a definitely right. important piece. Well, I will tell you that I, I went through the 901 steps to publish a book, and the last one is you press the go button on Amazon, and I did that last September 27th. But that's really the starting line because books don't sell themselves. You have to promote them, and you have to tell about them, and people need to to buy them. And um, mm-hmm. I'm sure I, I will help you do that. I'm you know you're gonna uh, go on a book tour and 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 talk all about it. This is a really important project. What's your box of life? That's what I want to ask everybody. And um, I'll put that information in the uh, the show notes. All right. So now's the time we're going to put you on the Shining Brightly Spotlight. I'm putting my glasses on right now because you are shining like a movie star right now. And I want people to uh, know how to get in touch with you. I want to hear some uh, final comments. And then uh, we're going to close out the show.
1: My main comment is that... You made my day very special by asking me to be here with you because I see you shining and I know when we were working together and I see all your accomplishments. And this is exactly what coaching is and friendship is. And I want to do more of that. I want to share that light that you're sharing with the world, with everyone as well, and to keep spreading it. I believe in ripple effect. Right? If like a stone on a lake that goes from one space to another to another and ripples. And I think that's what we need to do. And your book is in your box of life. And yes, I love that. Well, I, how do people get in touch with you? Through my website, which okay. is oritramler.com. It's O R I T, like in Tom, Ramler, R A M L E R. Dot com. excellent and they can or find they can, you there yeah or they can email me at or orate, read at or a uh, at or
0: okay and then i know that you're on linkedin and they'll find you on the website as well with your socials um so you can uh, they can talk to you about coaching speaking and uh the new book of course Thanks. and i am just so thrilled that we had this chance to meet and uh, come on the Shining Brightly podcast. So um, thank you for being in the Shining Brightly podcast. Um, We together are are united that we can, um, you know, Shining Brightly, just a little bit each day, can um, change this world for ourselves, for others, and make this world a better place uh, with positive uh, goodness and change. And I I know that we are on the same team uh, regarding that. and, And you do too, you shine brightly all the time. And thank you. So thanks for uh, listening and watching The Shining Brightly Show. And uh, you can reach me at shiningbrightly.com. And again, grateful, blessed to have Orit Ramler as our guest. Thank you kindly. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shining Brightly with me, Howard Brown. Come interact with me at shiningbrightly.com. And remember, keep on shining.